0: Welcome to the Coffee Cast with Katian and Ruben, powered by Behind the Racket, the podcast dedicated to looking at the top issues facing tennis and getting to know the players facing them. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories,
1: merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. The Coffee Cast can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the
0: episodes and make sure to leave a review. Special thanks to our sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. And we want you to be a part of the
1: conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. And now.
0: We really appreciate all of these submissions for the naming of this particular segment that we're going to continue where we go inside Noah Rubin's brain. Um, and we are going to make a decision by the time we get to Dallas in a couple of weeks is what we're going to. That's that's when we'll unveil the name. Ooh, I like it. I've just decided that. Yeah, I didn't even I, have a say in this. No, no. Uh, every once in a while we have to get you out of the loop. All right. Because you've got too much going on inside there.
1: Or none at all. No, it's, no, that, it's no, a little it's, bit, it's, it's a
0: little too much. Yeah. No, it's a dark hole. But, uh, you want
1: to talk. I, I do want to talk. Yes. I do want to talk. And so do the people behind me as you can
0: hear. That, nobody can hear that. No, it's nobody fine. can. These um, are very good microphones. Very good. <laughs> Zach is behind you though. So he wants to talk. Hey Zach,
1: but I do want to talk. Yeah. Um, and of course we have to preface this as always. Um, one, this has nothing to do with my loss necessarily yesterday. Uh, you know, I, I lost my match. It ha- it's how it is, You know, it's part of the game. Um, and also everything else going on in Australia, tennis is the least of our worries. But if we're talking about human and human health, that's where this conversation takes a turn and with lack of communication is where I am at right now. And these are the issues we've been dealing with for the past couple of days. Um, Here we are professional tennis players playing in some, what I consider extreme environments. Um, Obviously we've (laughs) woken up a few times, and it feels like somebody's literally smoking a cigarette in front of your face. And here I am warming up for my match yesterday with Mitchell Krueger, and we're like...
0: Let's see who gets reporting. (laughs) Men's singles qualifying. qualifying. Mario Martinez Martinez and Nicolas Mahu. All right. I'll take (laughs) Mahu.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I'm warming up with Mitch, and, yeah, we feel in our eyes, we feel in the back of the throat, nobody's around the facility. We're questioning why we are actually on court at the
0: moment I question why you're on court almost every moment
1: but that's just because you don't like me as a person with less to do with the air quality no, I actually
0: like you as a person just as not, not as, as a tennis, tennis player, player. Yeah.
1: that hurts more than you think um I, I will be better for you but thank you for interrupting me again um so yeah so we're, we're sitting we're uh now we finish our warm up and we're back and here I am to talking to some of the ATP tour managers some of the people involved, and they're getting upset with me because I'm asking for communication. They're getting upset with me because, and I called them out on being defensive. Here I am wanting to play. Of course I want to play the Australian Open. It's my favorite tournament of the year. I've had some of my greatest moments in my tennis career here. Of course I want to be playing this tournament. So the fact that they don't think we're on the same page with far as end results, is scary so here i am talking to them and they're getting extremely defensive as to why i would want updates of the numbers they're looking at the people the scientists that are looking at the air quality index and all these other numbers that come into play and it frustrates me it frustrates me that you know i'm hoping that they erred on the side of caution but i can't be too sure you know i here I am looking at numbers, seeing that I know that Friday today is going to be a better day to play tennis. And I knew that they knew that it was going to rain yesterday. So we, here we are dealing with air pollution and rain, but they forced to get on at least two rounds of tennis matches. And I'm thinking, why, why are we putting, you know, obviously they've found that it's not putting, people's lives or short-term health in jeopardy Ooh, it's fine.
0: i know him <laughs> but
1: in my head I, i'm i'm already feeling in the back of my throat here i am knowing that uh, as mike likes to attest to he doesn't like my style of play but i run a lot <laughs> I, I run a lot and mike's laughing because he does really enjoy watching me especially when i do play well but I know I'm going to, be, you know, have to run down six, seven, eight balls a point. That's how I play my best tennis. So I am already in this mindset of this is going to be a long, difficult day. And why am I put in this situation?
0: The counter argument here is you both are. Yes. Everybody is. Yes. What's the issue? Yeah. I, I've seen lots of lots of so actually people. So you have people, two sides. Yeah, go ahead.
1: You have two sides. One. I don't. I wouldn't even call it asthma. I would. I have allergy-related breathing issues, It's yeah, basically yeah. hay fever. Yeah. Um. I I've gone in before where the following players, please report God, the Australian Open. Your You're not making your case better. When it's singles qualifying. But um. Yeah. So I have my hay fever that I've gone literally when I'm outside for 12 hours and they've been cutting the lawn. Let's say for 12 hours. You know, it's happened at Stockton actually when they cut the fields. But I already took precautions yesterday, taking allergy medication and everything, because I knew it was gonna be a problem. So here I am, already getting it, where as soon as I, I can not fully take a deep breath in, and every time I do, I cough. So that's already hindering my play. So, but that's besides the point. I, I think this is a larger scale than that. I, I think, we I, I lose matches all the time, as you like to remind me. I do, I'm very good at that recently. So this has nothing to do with that necessarily. This has to do with, we're all on the same. Pe- We're all tennis players. Just because I'm playing, you know, Moria today doesn't mean I'm going to play it tomorrow. Which means, you know, we are friendly in a regard. We're on the same page of health comes first. So why is it that tennis is such a tough sport, and now we have these other conditions and circumstances to deal with? I think this goes to a deeper level than just tennis. This goes to a level of, is this necessary. you know, I'm talking to some of the guys at Tennis Australia and, and I knew this already, they're not making money off qualifying. You know, this is not their you know, this is not their money for the year. It's the main draw. So and they told me straight up that they used to start qualifying on Thursday. So playing on the weekend was not an issue. And I understand that they, you know, saw the forecast for the air quality not being great on Saturday. But you deal with that when that time comes. If you're seeing that it's not great right now why not err on the side of caution and say, well, if it really was dangerous to be outside two hours ago, is it really a great idea to put out, you know, put the matches on right now and have them play one round and, you know, try to squeeze it in when we know Friday is a better day to play tennis? So again, I think this goes on a larger scale of we have to protect the players. I mean, we're the ones out there. It's not the guys in their air-conditioned, you know, offices. And and I think that's it. Was that combination of I didn't see them airing on that side and the lack of communication where here I am playing, you know, games on my phone with, you know, the guys upstairs and playing card games and then they're like, "Okay, we're going to push another hour" and we have no idea why what that means and then when they said "go play," we don't know what that means either. And I think those are some of the things that infuriate me and here I am traveling to Australia, a tournament again that I love so much and holds a close place in my heart and now I'm dealing with something I never thought I had to deal with and and trying to make a, a path in a very tough situation where, you know, again, I knew I was going to get my hay fever in here. You know, even with one thought, that's a couple points here and there where, you know, I, I lose the first set up a break and then I had a set point in the second and, you know, I'm still in it. So. You had two set points. I had two set
0: points. You were
1: 40-15. Okay. Well, that that hurts. But um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Again, I'm not complaining about my match because I I know I have enough Twitter followers that as soon as I lost my match, (laughs) they're like, well, now you have more time to uh, complain about everything that's going on in your life. And it's just we have to make it a better place for all of us. It just it feels like everything's antiquated. It feels like. We're just 20, 30 years behind some other sports, and I could be wrong. I don't have the intel in those other sports as much, but how am I playing in these conditions? You know, how am I not told what is taking place day in, day out every hour? How am I not in the loop when we're questioning? And then we get an email two days after the, you know, the worst two days they had saying, this is what you have to look out for. Obviously we put your best interests, you know, first and foremost. And I'm like, now we get the email after all, after two days. And again, they talk about how this was unprecedented and i say no i actually disagree with that I you know we were talking about this a little bit but at this point it is not i mean they've dealt with it in beijing we had this two years ago and, and three years ago in fairfield they've dealt with this you know obviously there wasn't a heat rule a few years ago and now there is there has to be an air quality and if tournaments are affected by that because they can't have the tournaments now well so be it that's just how it has to go because again our health is extremely important and tennis already was well, going to be a double negative kind of already doesn't take care of it. So here we are dealing with um, newer circumstances and it's, uh, it's infuriating, you know, when looking back at this situation, when looking back at the circumstances and the predicaments that, you know, the players and officials have dealt with, and I understand the pressure they are under, but somebody has to make the tough decision. They're at, that desk because they feel they can make the tough decisions day in and day out and here i am trusting them to keep me in the loop you know that that's that's number one how am i not aware of the numbers you guys are looking at how am i not aware of why it's healthy to play right now when i have other people in the medical and science fields firefighters telling me it is not okay to be outside people in australia telling me it's not okay to be outside and you're saying it's okay Again, I want to play this tournament. So I'm not fighting not to play this tournament. You have to remember that. I'm fighting to make sure it is okay for me to play this tournament because Australia is not worth me coughing for the next month and a half. It is not. No matter how much I love this tournament, it's not. And when I already have shortness of breath still, when I actually had a bloody nose in the shower yesterday after I got off the court, what is that? Why am I dealing with that? That should not be the case. And I'm not here to get a pity call. I'm not here You know, when Darian King is sitting with me and he's like, man, I ran for two points in a row and I felt like I was already in a three set match and that was middle of the first set and you know you have all these people coming off the court of coughing you have the you know you have you've have that woman who actually forfeited her match and it's just it's so sad so I think you have to f- keep us in the loop make sure we totally have an understanding because right now we think you're hiding something and we don't want to feel that way we don't want to feel Like we're fighting against each other because we both have the same goal we want to make as much money we want to be a success we want to make people happy we want to entertain people so why does it feel like we're competing with you on that basis why does it feel like okay we're gonna keep this a secret from the players and then okay let's go on court now everything's fine and we're like i still can't see that building that's 50 feet away from me but if you sit down with me and you're like these are the guys a b and c these are the guys we spoke to just now you know, we've looked at every science and they say there will be no long-term or short-term effects from this. I'd be like, perfect. Can't wait to go outside. But obviously, like I've spoken to them about, that's not the case. People have been coughing. People have been pulling out. People have been dealing with all these little, little, what they consider little, little issues. But obviously, the right decision has not been made. Um And then I think if we've spoken about this already if they're not making money from an event like this and if it's possible to push the event a little bit and and possibly make it a better situation for the player how do we not err on the side of caution i've heard um obviously i'm not gonna name sources but i've heard that you know if if we get the okay to play and then we don't play then it sets a precedent i'm like okay, that's, that's one thing. That's all well and fine. But in my head, if it was very unhealthy an hour and a half ago, there's no way everything is okay to get on court and step on court right now and play a three-hour match. So here I am. I'm like, you have to err on the side of caution. You, you deal with the repercussions later. You deal with... Other tournaments saying, well, if that's okay, then we're not going to play then. I just don't see that happening. I say, you take the day off. You already know it's going to rain. You take the day off. You say, let's see what happens tomorrow. Everything's okay. You up the matches. We play until 11 o'clock at night, and then we'll deal with Saturday if it's if it's not you know, great conditions to play in. But right now, it's still, even with all my conversations, it feels like, I'm competing with somebody I should be on the same side. And that's where this whole idea comes back to unionizing and having our own defense in a way because it just feels that we're fighting against our own kind. And I think players have to step together to say,
0: this is our time now. We have to protect our own. That's actually a quote from the Goonies. Did you, you ever watch the Goonies? Yeah. I this is our it. time. This is our time down here. And you know, when they're down in the well and then they send the the... So I just spoke
1: for about fifteen minutes. They send the
0: well bucket back up with Andy's jacket.
1: Decided to interrupt what I thought was pretty passionate on my part, with uh, to make sure that I knew that I was quoting the Goonies, and this is why our friendship (laughs) will not last. This is why it won't. (laughs) But again, uh, you know, I'm here at the tournament. I love. Uh, We're trying to make sure that tennis progresses in a way. That we want to see it in the right direction. I mean, Mike knows this well. How many players are so passionate? How many people, a part of this, are so passionate about it? Mike and I are so obviously so passionate about the sport. So let's, you know, let's work together. Let's work together like these Just two Just like Nike Chester Copperpot.
0: <laughs> Just like Chester Copperpot did. You know, the Goonies and Chester Copperpot were both looking for that, that pirate ship. And, um, you know, that's, that's the thing. We're trying to work together. I don't like you. I know.
1: But no, like seriously
0: Yeah no I, I get that Okay I mean okay. I've already been divorced once It's I mean, okay I I guess I do
1: have to thank him For at least giving me 15 minutes a week To just you know Talk shit And, and whatever comes my way But I guess I get my sh- shit back from him
0: Newport Beach is off your calendar Off my calendar Dallas is next Dallas is next Why take Newport Beach off?
1: Dallas is next because um, It's in the works to possibly play the New York Open and with that being said I want to have a what I consider a training week at at Dallas Um, obviously a very tough tournament always a tough tournament but for me let me train inside in New York get that indoor training back where you know I only started playing towards the end of December so again regardless of the match count I just want to get as much practice as possible so yeah take Newport Beach off um, rest the elbow make sure to get some rehab keep it going the right direction Work hard in Dallas, and then and then hopefully play in New York, Open. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoRuben33 and at MikeCtennis. We want to hear your
0: opinions and stories behind the racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday, and don't forget to leave us ratings on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you behind the racket on the Coffee Cast with Kaitian and Ruben.